There is Hope by Apostle Jacqueline Fedor. The old world looks kind of shaky, doesn't it? There's political unrest everywhere on the globe. The economy, for the most part, is unstable to say the least. And many of the world's religions are being exposed as hypocritical, immoral, money-centered organizations. Life in the world for many people has drastically changed for the worse in the last year or so, especially with the cost of living escalating almost weekly, gas, groceries, etc. But you know what? There is hope. Not perhaps for the people of the world, but for those that are separate from the world and are a part of God's family. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17. Therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean, and I will receive you. 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 17. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. God's kingdom is calm, peaceful, and well able to sustain its residence. The God that created the whole universe, including our earth, is the head of his household and the king, the ruler, the lord of his kingdom, so it cannot fail, and neither will his household suffer any kind of permanent defeat. Does this mean that a godly person will not suffer hardship? No. In fact, the children of God are targets of Satan and his people, but we win in the end. 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 8-10 through 10. Be sober. Be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. But may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. Satan will confront and accuse the citizens of the kingdom of God, but the primary weapon used to defeat him is the blood of the Lamb as it satisfies the charges against them and keeps them joined to God who has already defeated the enemy. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God, the blood of the Lamb and the word we have faith in for pulling down strongholds. The world, for instance, has armed forces that defend the planet, but the Lord has legions of angels at His disposal. If you are a citizen of the kingdom, this is quite comforting, especially if you're in an area where the world is violently killing and warring against one another. Psalm chapter 91, verses 11 through 12. For he shall give his angels charge over you, to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. 
As head of his family, he will provide out of his riches, not the world's banking systems. Did you realize all the gold and silver belong to the Father? Haggai chapter 2 verse 8 The silver is mine and the gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. Paul assures us in Philippians chapter 4 verse 19 And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Where there is a shortage of jobs in the world and many people are out of work these days, in the kingdom there is much to do. The whole earth must be restored as the kingdom is established and the people that the Lord has predestined and marked for His must be shown how to become a part of His family and then taught kingdom principles to become good citizens and valuable family members. Isaiah chapter 61 gives us a prophetic picture of this time. Isaiah chapter 61 verses 1 through 4 The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. And they shall rebuild the old ruins, they shall raise up the former desolations, and they shall repair the ruined cities, the desolations of many generations. Jesus fulfilled part of Isaiah chapter 61, and he will conclude the rest of the restoration through his body. Jesus, in fact, is fulfilling this scripture through his people today. We all have a part in this. There is plenty of work. The great thing about work in the kingdom is that when his people seek the things of the kingdom first and foremost as their career, their employment, all other things are added to them. Matthew chapter 6, verses 31 through 33. Therefore, do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Matthew chapter 7, verses 7 through 11. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. Or what man is there among you who, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father, who is in heaven, give good things to those who ask him? 
After all, the children of the Most High are his treasure, his gems, the apple of his eye, just as in any loving family. And Father God is truly a God of love. In fact, where the rulers of this world are self-seeking, power-hungry leaders, the Lord is kind to his family, generous, full of grace and mercy, and so are his people. 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. In closing, here is a beautiful promise to those that belong to the Lord and are a part of His life and kingdom that is soon to come about. Revelation chapter 21, verses 3 through 5. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and He will dwell with them, and they shall be His people. God Himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. Let the body of Christ pray, Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. There really is hope.